No need to expose your superstructure. Hurry it up, Bar. Come on now. Hey, the name's Rocket, and I need your help. The Collector has trapped my friends, the Guardians of the Galaxy, in his weird freak show. Check it out. This is the joint we're in, and we need you to help us break out. Got it? Good. Now move it! I'm hooked on a feeling I'm high on believing That you're in love with me Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George. Hello there. And Hunter. Hey. And we're back to talk about all the news that has happened while we've been gone. And uh, because there's so much to go with and a lot of rumor stuff, uh, with nothing more to say, I guess, here we go. Uh, so to start things off with the news, we're of course going to start in our hometown, Disneyland. Uh, so to start with Disneyland, Summer of Heroes is going on with Guardians, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout, the, you know, the old Tower of Terror. Um, now there's a lot of things online complaining, and uh, I know like someone was pointing out today that Indiana Jones is at a 55 minute wait while Guardians uh, Tower was only at 45, and he's like, I guess it's not as big a hit as everyone thinks, and I'm... My thing with that, and I'm just going to voice my opinion right now before Hunter tells us, because Hunter is the only one that has been on the ride. Now, I'm not a fan. Anyone that listens to this podcast or knows me knows I am not a fan of the idea that they did this. However, I have seen that crowds are loving it. And then that's the thing is with the 45 minute wait, I'm like, Tower of Terror, the last like almost 10 years has been a walk-on attraction and anyone that wants to argue with me just understand you're wrong i'm just gonna <laughs> say that now because the thing is is that we go to disneyland all the time so we know for a fact that ride was a walk-on ride like it was one of those rides even that if you saw a 15 minute wait you would walk by and go eh, it's not worth it yeah. and you'd keep going but that's the thing, is that... You'd rather go get a fast pass. Yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> you're like, I'll come back later. I'm not, I'm not saying that Guardians, uh, the Guardians Tower is not going to be the same way. I assume it will eventually. But the thing is, is that it's doing what ultimately they wanted. It's pushing people into a park that they weren't going into before. And it's tied to a franchise that they actually can make really good money on because it's so popular. Mm-hmm. And, and then the, there's the other part. It's like, ultimately, and, and I know we discussed this before, Tower of Terror is not an opening day attraction to Disney California Adventure. People hated, I, which I didn't even know, people hated Tower of Terror because you could see it from the sightline of everywhere. So it's like, all the things they're saying about it now lead to the same conclusion, which I had voiced before, which is tear it down. Bob Iger tear down this tower. But uh, Hunter uh, has actually experienced it, and I know for a fact my... So my whole family, they all have gone on it. And uh, I'm just going to let you guys know already, in case you want to turn this podcast off, it's a glowing review, is what I got from my family. 
but uh, uh, actually, uh, even I have a couple of coworkers that went on it, and they actually voiced the same thing I said, which is they didn't even go on Tower of Terror the last couple of times they went there, but they went on Guardians and they loved it, which I'm like, oh, whatever. But uh, Hunter, let us know what you think of this. All right, so again, I mean, we've been discussing it for months, right? You walk up to it, it is ugly. You, you see it out in the corner, you're like, why? Now we get up there, mind you, first thing in the morning, we had to get fast passes. We got early fast passes. We stood in a 45-minute fast-pass line because they divided it in two separate lines. When you get Dang. inside, immediately, as soon as you walk inside, glorious. Because you get the introduction video with Chris Pratt and everybody just, like, going off in character about, you know, how they got duped into this. So, I want to cut you off for a second. I do know for a fact, like, one thing people have complained about and it's pretty much universally complained about is that the outside queue is not themed like at all and uh like there's like little like they put like uh signs for the plants that are like you know supposed to be like space stuff and people are like they did nothing i'm like okay now i i just want to go back on that and just say for that i'm not surprised i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like they were gonna do a whole (coughs) thing outside uh i actually was just listening to wedway radio an old one and i forgot that this thing shut down in January and reopened in May. So it's like, they really did not give themselves any time to do much with mm-hmm. it. And, and pretty obviously, I know from the videos I've seen and Hunter, what Hunter's told me, er, all the work was inside. Yep. But, yeah. um, you know, go on with the uh, okay. collection. So yeah, you get in there and, you know, they have the video up. And uh, when we walked in, it was in the middle of the video. So we saw uh, Chris Pratt explaining out loud that it wasn't actually his fault how he had been tricked because they said come tour the museum and he wanted to do it and they trapped them. Uh, along the side of the walls you got like the different exhibits. They have uh, Cosmo, the, the dog. Obviously he's stationary and you can hear him barking. Yeah, I know. I heard that was like a complaint that they didn't like make him a, an animatronic. But that's, I that's feel a like lot of money. If anything, they should have put it up higher if they were going to do If they were going to just leave him yeah. stationary, yeah. So, uh, nothing more about that. The film is funny. You get Benicio Del Toro like, you know, telling everybody about how they're going to experience everything, how you're going to do biometric scans with your hands so you can get into all the areas. You get into the normal loading area, and immediately, as soon as you walk inside the you private mean the, quarters... You mean the uh, video area? Yeah. The pre-show. Yeah, the pre-show, sorry, yeah. You get inside there, and, like, you know, it's his private office, and he's starting to do his speech about the beautiful stuff you're about to experience, and then you're cut off. You hear Rocket rustling around, and he drops down, and he's like... We're going to mute this guy, and he tears up the audio, and he's like, listen, guys, we're going to break out of here. I need to get my friends out. And, it, it, you know, it's probably one of the greatest animatronics I've seen, too. Cool. He moves fluidly, and it is just, like, the funniest thing you'll ever see because, you know, he, he's telling you about how he needs your help because he doesn't have access to anything. So he tells you what you're going to do. It, uh, my, hand, my hands don't scan. Yeah, he's like, my hands don't I know that's, scan. That's like one of the shirts, but that's yeah. also like one of the most popular shirts. Because so, it's like a direct line. Yeah, and then, you know, uh, we were in the downstairs section, so the door's open after he's explaining what we're going to do. Now, hold that thought. Now, when you go through, like, uh, after that uh, pre-scene, and you walk in, is it still, like, same thing, like, Tower of Terror, like, with poles everywhere? Uh, it is, but they actually, like, dress it up a little bit better, because, like, when you walk in, it's more of his exhibits, too. Uh, they threw stuff in there, like if you're a Disney fan or even just somebody who likes random Easter eggs, they have a lot of stuff from like the Disney park that they threw in there. Up in the rafters, I geeked out because they have a uh, an abominable snowman. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, oh my god. That's I do awesome. want to say, I know that that was like a complaint online is that he's just up there. And, and I know actually my dad, who, and my dad's not like a, as big of a Disney fan as we are. Uh, like he's come around like nowadays, but he's not like super geeky. I know that was a complaint from him was that he thought it was weird that he was just up there. Like he thought that it should have been encased like it was a collection. It would have been cool if he was encased, but you know, they, they throw stuff out there like, you know, uh, they have signs that say don't feed the exhibits. Oh, did you see Figment? No, I didn't see Figment. So he's I know Figment there? is actually one of them. Wow. He's in like the high one. But uh, that's the thing is he's in a box, so you have to like look into it because he's sitting inside of it. Yeah, so we uh, we got up to the normal load area. Uh, the loading process is a little weirder now because like it wasn't really a complaint as much as it was like I got so used to you know how in Tower of Terror they have like the yeah thing that tells you how far into the ride the person is the, the last group is. You don't have that, so you're like you're kind of just sitting around. There's nothing really crazy going on. It's, okay. it's, it's the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we load on there, and it's just, like, so funny, because immediately we back up, and it's uh, it's Vanessa Del Toro as the collector again. He's explaining how you're, you're, back, you're in for the time of your life, and then Rocket cuts him off again. He's like, time to crank up the tunes, and he just immediately smashes in uh, Peter Quill's playlist, or his, uh, his Walkman, yeah. and we got Elvis Presley's song, Burning Love. Ride is just beautiful. And I think they've used the, uh, the tower operations that they're using in Florida, and they let the ride customize itself. Because we just started shooting around. And uh, the show itself is actually really good. Normally, yeah, I know, I'm I know not it a huge fan like, of it, so. Yeah, it uses screens, but like I, I've watched them on, like, online, and they're actually pretty good. Like, uh, I, I, I know my biggest thing is that the, all the actors are in it, which yeah. I thought was like... A huge plus to the, it. The only person who I don't think is in it is, I think it was Vin Diesel, yeah. right? As Baby Groot. Yeah. Uh, it might be his voice still. Uh, I know, like, we discussed that, that maybe he's not allowed to because of his contract with, with Universal. Uh, but I also think that maybe um, they didn't use him just because I know, like, I I said, like, uh, I thought... he's going to grow Well, no, his voice... No, the voice on it is, like, a lot louder, so it sounds, like, weird, because it doesn't it sound distorted. like him. It yeah. doesn't sound like Baby Groot. Yeah, but I think it's because since it's an attraction, they had to do that, because yeah. you wouldn't hear it. So, so it just randomly just goes up Yeah, down. so, like, you... Is I, it... So, I know the scenes are randomized too, though. Yeah, so, so like, like really? there's different up, things you see. He he plugs you in, and then you drop a couple times, and then uh, when you get uh, you move up a little bit, he's like, "All right, guys, let's see those hands." And you're supposed to raise your hand so you can get access to everybody. They all break out, and you get different scenes. Like we got like this giant tentacle monster chasing everybody. Drax punches it in the face, and it knocks out Cold. We go through the ride. We take the picture. We take one last drop, and at the end, the reason why I bring this up is because the end credit, like the end scene that we got, was hilarious. So it's uh, Mantis flying down in the uh, Milano, and she's you know there to rescue everybody, and they start thanking us. They're like, like, oh, thank you guys for everything. And Drax gets all mad. He's like in the corner. He's like, why are you thanking them? They did nothing. I did all the work. <laughs> thank Drax. And the doors close, and it, it's visually like spectacular. Ugly on the outside absolutely beautiful on the inside and I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it yeah like so I, I know that that's a big factor though like I said the Disney online community <clears throat> is pretty much universally panning it hating it but then that's the thing is that you're seeing a lot of people online that like aren't like huge in the Disney community they love it and, and then that's the thing is that apparently like that's the thing is uh, Disney's like satisfaction you know surveys they're getting high numbers for it. Like, they're saying they're higher than t uh, Tower of Terrors ever were. 
And, and I mean, a lot of it might be based because the movie just came out. But yeah. then the other part is it's like, it might just be because like they enjoyed the ride. I mean, you know, Dude, ultimately. My face hurt from smiling. I don't remember ever screaming on Tower of Terror on that ride. You, I was having so much fun. I was like vocal with, you know, how much fun it was. I'm like, yeah! I was doing all that weird Did you stuff. experience any of the other Summer of Heroes stuff? Like, I know they have like a Marvel clip show playing. Uh, we, we, want, uh, we went and did that. It was interesting because like, you know, we just had time to kill before we ate lunch. like the Star Wars one. Yeah, so like we sat in there, we took pictures with all the displays because they had uh, the yeah. different like. Yeah, I know they have like yeah, they have like yeah. Captain America and all that. Uh, they, which I'm like, that's they, what you want. They have the good Captain America one too. I was worried <laughs> that they were gonna give us the really but cartoony the Ameri- Avengers one. I, I know the Avengers one is the one they love to show off, but um, I think it's because they have that display case version of it. Yeah, but uh, it seems like they know now. So the, the clip show is kind of cool. I mean, it gives you like a brief history as to the Marvel universe. And, you know, it makes you remember... It makes me remember how far back this goes. Because I remember seeing Iron Man in 2008. Yeah. And we I don't think we even saw that in theaters. I think we saw that at home. And I was like, this is amazing. Hey, when you're doing the drop, uh, it's dark, right? I'm assuming it's it's dark still dark, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's all dark for the most part. But yeah, that, that video clip show. The only thing that like, threw me off, and I know why, is there's no reference to Spider-Man towards the end of it when they get to present time. But they show very, very, very little of Black Panther. And I, and I thought that was really Oh, you strange. mean in the clip show? Yeah. Because uh, at the end, they were showing clips of like the upcoming yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't make sense. So I was like, I, I, I could guess as to why Spider-Man wasn't in there. I was like, well, that might be a thing with uh, Columbia. For all no, I mean, they, they should be allowed to because uh, that was the whole thing is, uh, remember, Univer- uh, Universal Hollywood... Uh, also had the contract for Marvel, but they actually didn't use it, so they got rid of it. And then that's the reason why, like, you can do all this at Disneyland and why you can't do it at it's Disney Florida. World. Yeah. Um, nah, I've heard that that's pretty lame. Um, I've heard the Avengers, uh, like, show or whatever is also kind of lame. Because it's basically like the Jedi training, oh, except... Yeah. My my thing with that is that I feel like they really did themselves a disservice because it's like on the video screen you get I- Iron Man, but then in the show you only get Black Panther. I mean Black Panther, Black uh, <laughs> Black Widow and Hawkeye, and it's like, but I don't want to see them. I want to see Captain America, and I want to see, see like Man. all these people. Yeah. Uh, the other thing we saw, which was amazing, was right after uh, this is the day before we went on the game, the right. We had gone through the gift shop, which, by the way, is also really fantastic. But when we were leaving the gift shop, they had the dance-off show that oh, yeah. Star-Lord hosts with Gamora. And these two were, like, perfectly in character. He's trying... Because uh, the whole show, the, the Star-Lord's trying to pull Gamora into dancing with it. And she's like, no. Yeah. It is just so fun. It's <clears throat> good to know Hunter enjoyed Summer of Heroes because, like I said, like, the Twitter sphere basically hates it. I... I don't understand the hate. It's like, we go there a lot. We, we're we big Disney buffs. Yeah, I, I had mean, a lot of fun. It was like, I, I felt like a kid again. It is what it is. Um, moving on, though, uh, I know when you were out there, I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, they have the signs out already letting you know that the Railroad and mm-hmm. Fantasmic are returning. Uh, the Railroad is returning on the 29th. Fantasmic uh, is actually returning, I think, this weekend. Yeah, I forgot to buy my t-shirt for that. Yeah, um, actually, did, when you were there, did you see the railroad testing? Because I know they were testing it while uh, you guys were out no, there. No, but the train wasn't in the station, so they might have been running okay. the test while they yeah. were walking around. I, I know, like, the big thing was that people said that you could see them multiple times doing it through the new section, because that's what they were mainly testing. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, because yeah, I wasn't in the station, so I was like, that's weird. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I just wanted to bring that up. So, like, into, like, the rumor stuff. Um, and this goes into Summer of Heroes. So, one thing is that one of the rumors is that uh, they're trying to push DCA harder. And one of the things is that with Star Wars, you know, going on, they're trying to get rid of uh, Mickey's um, Halloween party at Disneyland and push it over to DC, back over to DCA. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers. I remember, like, they did, like, the Candy Corn Acres and stuff, which I actually really enjoyed. But uh, part of that is that um, apparently there's, like, a rumor that they're going to do Cars Land Up as Halloween. Oh, that'd be awesome. And that's the thing is, like, that would be great. I mean, they they do big on the Christmas anyway, so it's, like, it would make sense to do Halloween, too. There's also talks of, like, redoing the ride as Halloween. I don't know about that. That sounds like a little bit more work than they want to do. You have to shut down the ride for a little bit. But another thing is that apparently to try to push more people into DCA, they're talking about moving Paint the Night over. Now, this is where you get into craziness because Paint the Night is a huge, hugely popular um, parade. But then the other issue is that you've got the wires for the um, red car trolley and apparently they don't move and that's one of the things is to do this they're going to have to upgrade those so that you can move them up because of course the floats will hit them so that would um, mean taking down part red of car it though well part of it is also that um what's it called uh pixar play is going to get a different version of it uh i think next year but uh the other thing and this goes into the marvel uh stuff is that Bugsland is rumored to be getting the axe to become uh, the Marvel area. Now, there's a lot of hate going on. I know I showed you guys, like, uh, someone made a funny uh, meme of it where it was, like, Walt Disney at Bugsland saying, like, we can never tear this down. <laughs> but uh, ultimately, it goes down to the same thing. It's like, a Bugsland isn't an opening day thing. It's not loved. It's not revered. It's, it's something that, quite honestly, yeah, and it's so unpopular. It's like, you can get rid of this and it wouldn't matter. The only reason why people are mad is because they're Disney fans, so of course they immediately get up in arms no matter what happens. Um, like the Aladdin show, when they announced that it was closing. How many people were oh so mad God. about it? But it's got sold out shows every day. Whatever. Um, but, so with the Bugs Land thing turning into Marvel, there's also rumors that we're going to get that at uh, D23, which I, I do believe, this is like one of the few rumors that I think this is like, we can just already say, it yeah, it's going to be happening because we already knew that they were planning the Marvel expansion and to tear down an area that realistically is not useful makes sense. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is like uh, with Bugsland, we've been discussing this off mic and on mic for a long time. We're like, just get rid of the place. Yeah, it's ugly. Um, with the end, because I mean, it's not like a huge area, but it would just immediately grow into the whole thing where maybe that just means if they announce this that Hollywood is also just going to be well, I feel like that's the thing is that this is so that they can save the Hollywood Land area so that they can do the Marvel still. Because, of course, that was the issue is that how do you do the Marvel area in Hollywood when you have that hugely expensive Frozen show they just paid for? That's true. That's sitting selling there. out. That's right there. That, And I feel like that's the thing so, is that Hollywood is getting saved just because of that one show. Because so they spent that, millions that, of dollars to make that show. Do you think maybe they're just, if they announce this, maybe it's just buying time? In case that show yeah, I, eventually stops, I think I think they'll eventually look at Hollywood as an, a possible expansion area. But that's the thing is that in the immediate the future, being. it looks like oh, we can tear this thing straight out 
and just replace it. Right. Because we don't need this area. Which is true, because the only areas over there, whenever we walk through it, by the way, that's all, the only reason why we use it is to get over to Cars Land from uh, Guardians yeah. now. But when we walk through there, the only thing I ever see that has a line is that, like, gross little water area. I was going to say the stupid uh, Heimlich choo-choo train. I don't like I that. I hate that ride, but it always has a line. <laughs> I'll give it that. It's always got a line. Even though it's moronic. Um, you know, the only thing I'm just gonna miss is that the cereal when you walk in. What is it? Woody oh, Rolls yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that? Oh, uh, the, uh, the cowboy, cowboy crunchies. crunchies. Yeah, <laughs> I love those. But yeah, like it's it's a forgettable area anyway. Yeah. So moving on to Disney World. Um, so first thing first, Avatar is open. Now I've like uh, gone into super detail on researching all the stuff for it. Uh, first of all, like I haven't gotten to experience it. But everything looks pretty fantastic. The only thing is, of course, and I've talked uh, about this a lot, is the the boat ride looks really stupid. Um, now, one thing uh, I did listen to Scott Campbell uh, said it on the um, uh, Radio Harambe podcast because he's a big fan of Avatar. He said that um, it's suppo- uh, if you know the movie, you know that it's a direct reference to Jake Sully when he spends the night in the forest by himself. Which I'm like, okay, I can understand that. But at the same time, I'm like, that was moronic. And then it doesn't make sense because that like that movie is not as iconic as you would think. So it's like, that makes no... Uh, there's no parallel that you're understanding in it. But, um, you know, ultimately, Avatar looks pretty spectacular. Even the merchandise looks amazing. And that's consider- like Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the movie. So it's like, e- even I want some of that stuff. So it's just like, they did a good job, like... I love merch. You know, some things, eh, but, you know, uh, and that's the thing is, like, I don't want to get too much into it just because, like, we haven't gone there. So it's like, you we know, have a what, real, yeah, what's it on wait. us to say? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have a review probably, like, next year about it. <laughs> um, so this is another rumor thing that just came out. Um, apparently, the new rumor is that uh, Tron Light Cycle Run from Shanghai Disney, it's a hugely popular ride. Um, but that it's going to be coming over to Walt Disney World, replacing the Tomorrowland Speedway. Now, there's a few issues I have with the rumor, and, and it's where this this is one that like I love the idea of it, but I don't see them doing it because it's like that's a that ride takes up a huge amount of area, and that Autopia ride is not a big area. That's the issue. Is it's like how are they going to build this thing? Expand the only way I, the only way I can understand them doing it is if they built it sideways, but then that's going into like the Fantasyland area. So it's like I don't know. There is a lot of dead space in the Fantasyland area over there, they but it's probably like, built into. Uh, I I just don't I don't see this happening because it's like there's too there's too much space that so, it needs. Essentially, cool ride, cool idea. I love that. Very ride. very unlikely. I haven't wrote it, but like the video is freaking awesome. I say do it. I agree. <laughs> I I would love them to do it, but they probably won't. But I just don't I just don't see it. It's like it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. But, um, you know, of course, like, D23 is this weekend, so we'll see what they officially announce. Um, Great Movie Ride. This is another rumor that Great Movie Ride is going to be shut down and replaced with a Mickey Mouse attraction inside of it. This is another one I'm just going to say right now. I might be wrong. We'll, we'll see how many we're wrong on when it comes to D23. But I just don't see this. I don't see Because uh, nope. it's like... It's so, Great Movie Ride... Yeah, we're not huge fans of Great Movie Ride, 
And, and I will say, Great Movie Ride is very dependent on who you get on there. Because it's like, if they, don't, if they don't give you a good performance, that attraction can be lousy. But a lot of the stuff in it is really lousy now. Because it's, it's all from like 1989. Uh, so like, one thing I was saying is that, I don't think the Mickey Mouse, <coughs> that doesn't make sense. But I could see like a possible update coming. Uh, and, it, and that's a thing that's been rumored for a long time. Now this is where I get into a worrying area because it's like they could finally cut ties with all these studios that they used to have uh, ties with because they don't have to reference those anymore. Because uh, you can take away the Fox and MGM stuff, the Wizard of Oz stuff, just completely take all that out. But that's the thing is that the thing that worries me is that when they do that or if they do it, it's going to turn into with... synergy. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing is it's going to turn into synergy. So it's going to turn into Pixar. Star Wars, Pixar, Marvel. That's all it's going to be. But at the same time, I'm like, would that really be bad? It wouldn't be bad, but the thing is... Imagine that, like, if you, instead of the cowboy and the gangster area, if <coughs> instead you got Star Wars or Marvel as, like, your I, thing. I'll, I'll you give would you, be waiting, like, I want to see this. I'll like, give you... Kylo I, Ren comes out. I, I would die, like, you know, especially in that cowboy section, if they turned it into Marvel and, like, a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent takes over. Not that takes over, but, like, is there. And he's like, hey! I just thought of it. Wouldn't it be awesome if it's, like, when you get, uh, if... You know, thinking of like the um, the how they do it, uh, they do like you could do like a projection on the side where it's like of uh, Kylo Ren's ship coming down, and oh then gosh. like the doors open and he like a, a walk around character of him comes out. That would be a bit. You would just be like, "This is the greatest." But uh, I'm I'm like gushing over it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gushing over things that hopefully Bob Iger is listening to. But uh, yeah. I, Ultimately, I don't see this. I, I could see an update coming, but I don't see a full... Like I said, Disney's very lazy. And especially, this is a park that they're getting two whole new lands. They barely have things right now. So it's like, they, they're not going to cut out another thing. They're that doesn't make sense. They're to, to rip out another... Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to do... Especially, this ride just got an update not that long ago. And um, that it is kind of sad. Uh, I know we mentioned it a few weeks ago on the podcast but um uh shoot i'm forgetting his name now but uh the uh can they just the guy who does the introduction he just passed passed away away. like a couple months ago so can he just can't they just expand it like that like you know that part whenever it's that big scene like the movies like yeah well no that's what i mean it's like a lot of it doesn't work anymore so it's like if anything i could see them Updating it. Updating it. Where they're like, oh, well, we're going to change things and make them more timely. Because, like, what? Like, you get the water ballet thing. No one knows what that is anymore. And, and even at that, the uh, original version of it hasn't worked, like, since, like, I think it's, oh, like, the day, first right? year. Yeah, so it's, like, it, it's one of those things. It's, like, I would rather them just take that out. I mean, I'm a big fan of, like, older movies anyway. So, for me, like, I, I lose things. Like, one of my favorite movies of all time is Casablanca. So, I, I would miss that going away. But, I, I don't know. The more I think of it, the more I'm like, it would make a lot more sense to make it and to make it adapted to our times. And then have that end movie just reference the older films, right? Yeah, I mean, you could... That's the thing, is you could leave in references to, like, older Disney films... But that's the thing is, ultimately, I feel like they don't need to reference MGM or any of that anymore. Because... Um, they have enough going for them there, right? Yeah, when they originally opened Disney MGM Studios, that's why they did the contract with MGM. Is they didn't have enough things that were iconic that people would recognize. 
so that's why they did all these contracts with Fox and um, MGM so that they would have you know Alien and Wizard of Oz but they don't need any of that anymore this is a an era now where it's like any of those studios would need that from Disney because now they own Pixar they own Lucas Films yeah I mean you could even have a Pirates of the Caribbean reference Mm -hmm. in there just because like as much as like some of us (laughs) want to hate on Pirates it's like ultimately it's like Pirates when it really comes down to it is like a huge iconic property yeah I mean like as much as people deride it now I um, I mean, we'll talk about that later because we saw the new movie and it was not good. But the thing is, is that the original Pirates was a huge monster oh, yeah. sleeper hit. And that was the thing is they didn't even... I, I remember, I was talking about it the other day. When when that movie came out, they thought the movie that was going to do well was going to be Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. And, and that's the silly part. It, like, now it seems silly, but it's like, at the time, it was like, Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom, Kira Knightley, a bunch of nobodies in a movie about pirates. And then you've got a family, a family comedy with Eddie Murphy in it, based on, like, you know, it, it was like, which based one on, would you choose? Based on what's arguably one of the greatest rides of all time. I mean, Pirates is. I know, Jim, I'm Did saying. it came out the same year, too? They did. Yeah, they yeah. did. And, uh, did it just one day, they were like, hey, well, here, here's, here's the funny thing between us, is like, well, it was a whole thing where they were doing attraction films. Yeah. Because you get Country Bears, Which you get awful. Pirates, Haunted Mansion, and then, yeah, Country Bears and Haunted Mansion are pretty much the reason why you don't get more. <laughs> well, see, I'll give you, like, Haunted Mansion is awful, but I get kitty fun out of it. Was it? Even, uh, I want to say Entourage uh, makes, uh, they make reference to it, too, where uh, I think the main character, he stars in, like, the Matterhorn film for them. And it's, like, one of those things, though, where, it like, it makes sense. What is it? Uh, I know he also does, like, Aquaman by James Cameron. Because they do things that, like, make sense that you would really see. Yeah. Anyway. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Moving on, though, to the studios. So, like I said, um, so there were a lot of movies that have come out. I don't know if we talked about it, but I want to mention really quickly. We saw Pirates. It was... No. It was okay. Not, not good. Like, it's not good. good. It's going to be a forgettable film. Yeah. Yeah, it ultimately it's the worst one of all of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it, it is and the uh, shortest one. Yeah, um, so you got Guardians two, fantastic. Guardians two was so yeah. That's where we come into the argument because like Guardians, I'm a I'm a big Guardians fan, Guardians movie fan. Guardians two, I want to say is good but not great because the third act is it's like Iron Man three. The third act without it, it would have been a great film. But the third act, like, to me, just breaks well, the movie down. See, listen, and there's a lot of things... I know, we've talked about it. Ego and all that. Like, there there are things in there that I'm just like, didn't need to happen. But it was... they. It's a movie. So they went simplistic. Kill Ego. He's the bad guy. It's like, that's so easy. Ego killed your mom. So easy. Like, it's just well, like... Uh, what? And also, <laughs> what, what kind of powers does he have? I don't understand. I'm like, he put a tumor in her? I'm like... What kind of powers are we just agreeing that he has at this point? Well, I guess it just because at that point, how can you kill him? Because well, he's I mean, apparently god. incredibly, yeah, he is god, a literal god at that point. So I'm just like, what? I I didn't understand. Uh, I mean, some of you might want to argue or complain, but I'm like, even if you dumb it down to movie level, it didn't make sense. Okay, here's what I'll say. I we discussed it contradicts this. itself. I agreed with you. I was like, okay, that whole last part didn't make sense. You could have easily left ego alive. Easily, you know? But then you don't kill um, uh, Yondu. You yeah. don't get... Which I felt like that just droned on a little too long. 
I enjoy Keanu's character. So and also, uh, so I'm not a big Fast and Furious fan anyway. But man, I did not need them to say like 30 times in the movie, "Family's not about." who you're related to it's who you choose i'm like shut up we get it okay, but, see, but see here's my thing is i thought they were able to, to push that whole family setting without saying it fifty-eight thousand times dude in the first one i just watched that movie yesterday and like that movie is you have no oh. idea fast and furious is awful yeah, he's talking I, about I, fast I, eight i was talking about the i movie. refuse to, to watch that movie it's just they keep saying family like at the end you know the duck the main guy, like he was about to get blown, but all all the cars stood next to him and saved his life. And then he was like, "Thank you, family." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my yeah, god!" And I'm done. <laughs> so dumb. But, uh, yeah, I I know I I talked about this with Hunter before. I I feel like Guardians Two, the easiest thing you could have done to solve the whole issue of the third act not making any lick of sense is that the whole thing is that. Um, so, I understand. His whole thing is expansion. That's his, what he thinks his point is. But then they also hit hard on that he truly loved Peter's mom. Now, throwing in that he killed her was stupid. Kind of contradicts the yeah. world. Um, what, what I thought would have made more sense is uh, to make it... And, and that's what I honestly... I thought it was going to turn out to be originally. Was that since he's a celestial being... And, and they said he... like has a radiation that comes off of him. I thought they were going to reveal that his radiation killed her. But that was the thing is that he loved her so much, he visited her three times, even though he knew it was going to kill her and he couldn't help himself. So I I felt like that that would have pushed the expansion thing. It would have made him more of a sympathetic villain. And then there's the whole thing, because I know, and I mean, I, I contradict myself by saying, like, even if you dumb it down to movie levels, but in comic book, you need ego for the Infinity War. Because he's powerful. Yeah. So, killing him off didn't make sense because it was like, why? And, and that's the thing is, I felt like what it should have been is that it should have been a whole thing. And that's the thing is, I would have referenced the comics a little more. Because in the comics, when they fight Ego the first time, he's like eating planets. But then they talk him out of doing it and going back into his corner and just sitting there. Uh, I don't know what the reasoning is, but they talk him out of it. So I'm like, especially with the Peter Quill, Star, uh, you know, or Star Lord, the Peter Quill, Ego, like, you know, fa- familial thing. I-, I felt like they could have just pushed that where it's like, yeah. you know, with his expansion thing, where he's like, uh, you know, this world, the world is cruel, the world is this. So if everything's me, I can fix all that. But then Peter Quill could push on. He's like, but you know, then you would have never met my mom, and then. That's the point when he realizes, like, that, you know, there is something beautiful yeah. in the galaxy. I mean... But then Yondu doesn't die, which <laughs> I felt like we didn't need as a plot point anyway. Yeah, he's a good character that I didn't want them to Yeah, I mean, it would have been fine with him having the dual, like, parent idea where it's like, you've got blood parent, but then you've also got, like, um, you know, your surrogate parent. I mean, we didn't need to kill off Ego to make it a point that, oh, his real dad is Yondu. Oh, you could have easily kept the whole Yondu's his real dad thing because then it could have just touched upon, well, who was there for you throughout your life. Yeah, but, you know, I just saw it as they went the simple route. They went the simple movie-making route. Whatever. But, yeah, I I know I enjoyed it. I know that the third act is, you know, like, I wouldn't even say subpar. I would just just say, like... 
screechingly passable. It's still better than Fantastic Beasts, which was not garbage. Yeah, good. I rewatched that the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, this movie's really I boring. Watched it once. <laughs> Didn't need to see it again. Um, so another movie was Cars Three. Um, I know some of you out there hate Cars. I love Cars. Cars Three was fantastic. How can you like hate Cars? I fully, I fully agree with uh, my wife, which uh, before we saw Spider-Man, we would have said Cars 3 was our favorite movie of the year. Um, Cars 3, just everything on it just hits so well. Like, and, and I feel like it's that thing. It's like John Lasseter not being a part of the movie this time is really what made it better. Because you had, a, and that's the thing, is the guy who directed it, he actually runs the Cars universe anyway. Like he, do, he does all the work for it. So, he had a better understanding of what needed to be done, which his thing was bring it back to its core, which is racing, and then bring it into the new thing, which is, you know, the Tom Brady thing, Nathan. <laughs> when, when you're in, actually, it'd be more like Peyton Manning. It'd be a Peyton Manning, but, yeah. You know, when you're, when you're not as good as everyone else because you're older, how do you keep up with them with all the new ways that they do everything? Like it, uh, I mean, actually, this is like a perfect parallel to uh, Super Bowl 50 if, you know... I mean, it would have it been if Peyton Manning gave anything of a good performance. But uh, anyway... But it's similar to that where it's like you've got this old, you know, this old man uh, athlete going against a young, <clears throat> new thing. And... You know, that that's ultimately what Cars 3 was. Now, Cars 3, the ending I thought was a little stupid. But um, ultimately, I thought it was actually a great movie. Uh, did you guys see it? No, but, I mean, I, I, I talked to all my coworkers and friends. They told me what happens in the so, film. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, decent. So it's decent been out for a little while, so I'm just going to spoil it. So the whole thing is that the whole time, he's trying to figure out how to become better. And then he falls upon... The whole thing that, um, you know, Doc was mad when he couldn't race anymore, but then, uh, and that's where you get into Smokey. Smokey says he's like, but then he's like, he realized that his, uh, his point in life was you. And he talks about like, and he shows him this wall of like pictures and letters that he got from Doc Hudson when, you know, he meets Lightning McQueen. And then Lightning realizes that that's him and Cruz right now. So then he stops himself in the race and tra- trades out with Cruz Ramirez and she finishes the race for him. Now, that's the point I thought was stupid. Why did he start the race? I was like, because I was a like... Per- a better ending would have been... Yeah, it was like a huge dramatic sun, thing that right? didn't make sense. Like, uh, I-, I felt like it needed to be a thing. And-, and then that's the thing I hated too, was that at the end he's like, because uh, he beats the bet or whatever or he wins the bet so he gets to decide when he's done what she says i'll be done uh when i'm done and, and then i'm like so you're still racing even though you're not as good as anyone but then he's also still coaching crews i'm just like i don't get what what they're so getting he's at. a racer coach. but yeah but i felt like what it should have been is it should have been that point where it's like the whole the whole thing was going back to smoky and going back to the original uh start of nascar and all that should have been him realizing you know, this is not my time anymore. Like I've passed, I've passed it. But you know, this is my choice. Like I'm done. Like I can't do anymore. But then, what I can do is help out this racer who always wanted to race, but was always told that she couldn't do it because she's a girl and all this. Like so, let me help and, her. and ultimately that's why he helps her out. But it was like the point that they made of it was stupid. 
But um, I, I ultimately a great movie. Okay, but the only thing my my friends and stuff didn't tell me about is that is Army Hammer's like villain totally oh, irredeemable. He's a jerk. He's a jerk. Because, I mean, I like but the thought of his villain, but is he, he totally irredeemable? So he's like, uh, and, and I said it to um, to Elizabeth, to me, he was Cam Newton. Because oh, he's, in, in front of the cameras, the well, in front of the cameras, he's super polite and super, oh, you know, Lightning's such a great guy, blah, blah, But then, like, <laughs> on the side, he's a jerk. Like, where he's saying things, he's like, it's so nice to finally beat you. And then he's like, did you say meet or beat? And he's like, you know what I said. And then, like, that's the thing, is, like, the whole time, like, what he says to Cruz, uh, he tells her, he's like, he's like, don't let yourself think for a second that you're a real racer, that you're one of us. He's like, because you're not. And then you're just like, dude, what a jerk. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it was a great movie, though. Um, definitely see Cars 3, if you, if you uh, haven't yet. So this is where I come to my favorite. So Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh. I cannot... I cannot praise this movie enough. Amazing Spider-Man movie, amazing Spider-Man, amazing Peter Parker. Everything about this movie was fantastic. Amazing like, villain. There was yes, the the villain was great. Like uh, even though I knew, what I knew pulling. what they were gonna pull off right when it was about to happen. Like I said it to my wife, but what I enjoyed is that I was like it worked with the plot. It wasn't a it wasn't a plot twist. For the sake of being a plot twist. It was a plot twist like, well, to push the plot back yeah. forward. Because he quits being Spider-Man for a little while. And then the thing is, is how do we get him back into being Spider-Man? Like, oh, boom. Boom. Vulture is her dad. And you're like, oh, duh. This yeah. makes sense. That face. He's like, oh, shit. Dude, that, that whole scene is just funny in general. With Dude. him just not taking his eyes off. And, and I love the whole thing when he talks to him, too. Because I, I love that he, you know, gives him credit. For everything yeah. that he sent. He's now, like, my only complaint about Homecoming was that a the name's stupid. Yeah, I know they kept saying when you see the movie it'll make sense. No, it's stupid. It still doesn't. It doesn't um, revolve around that. You whatever. Now, my thing is he didn't seem to have spider sense. Yeah. yeah okay. Thank you. Okay. The, the, the whole time I was like, where's his spider sense? Like, cause he kept getting hit from behind, and I'm like, that shouldn't be happening. Like. What I want to see is the spider sense. I guess it's just because I love Spider-Man, the cartoon. He's my but I want it to character. be like the cartoon where you see the, you know, the like. Uh, where he's like, like flashes, he's like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know the the colors and stuff. Yeah. I want to see it like that, where he's like, whoa, and but you know, I guess the best interpretation is the original Spider-Man movie, right? Where what, it just like slows down for him or something. Well, yeah, it slows down and he goes <gasps> and then jumps or something like that's like the best you can get. Uh, see, okay, see. Now, you can be against me if you want, but I was discussing this with my buddy Jason. We were discussing this by a sense, because I said, I was like, I'm like, it seemed like he didn't have him. My buddy Jason was like... But then he randomly seemed like he had Yeah, him. but but see, my Jason uh, Jason puts up a really good point. He goes, do you think maybe the suit he gave him is what gives him so, the spider sense? Well, I know the... It acts the argument, as his, you know, second pair of eyes. The argument online is that... Um, that he's relying on the suit too much, and that that's why. So maybe he's nullifying his senses. Yeah, he's not. Uh, the senses isn't hitting him. Um, I'm like, okay, I can understand. I can. I can work with that. Um, uh, also, there. I just want to say, there's two oh post credits. There's a mid credit and a post credit. They're the post credit awesome. is spectacular. Like, it's just, it's perfect. I felt like for them to throw in a joke like that, <laughs> I was just like, eight years in the making to do that. 
just, I was like so You're like, so thank good. you for that. Yes. And, and Captain America in the movie is so funny. So, you, uh, you, you landed in detention. <laughs> I'm just like so stupid. I like his uh, gym teacher. I'm pretty sure Captain America is a warm criminal at this point. Animal <laughs> arrest. Yeah, it, uh, but yeah, Spider Man. Mu- like I like the part where it's like, so you're going uh, uh, some changes right now. Oh like, yeah, the puberty thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> so. Um, yeah, and yeah, everything about Spider Man Homecoming was great. Gwyneth Paltrow coming back—that was a great touch to just throw in there. That was a great touch. Uh, I, Pepper really, Potts. I really liked uh, how they they gave Happy an and the actual iron role. suit. Iron the spider. Iron, the iron spider oh, yeah. suit. That that ending was funny in general, though. Is this a test? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just so good. And also, I just want to say too, like a lot of people were complaining about Iron Man in the trailers, and that's just that's just points. marketing. Yeah, because literally they showed you like every scene he's in, but, um, except of course they added in a scene that's not even in the movie. Yeah, that but, that, uh, that, that scene. That that's whatever. That's, that actually makes me happy though, knowing that that, that wasn't really a scene, you know. Because all yes. those people before the movie came out, they're like, "Oh, it should really be, be called Spider-Man, Iron Man." I'm like, "But no." He would be doing the comic book at that point, but yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, definitely a must-see. Like, I know, like, uh, my wife and I, we talked about like um, for movies this year. Like, uh, our top movies are right now: Spider-Man, Cars Three. Guardians 2, Wonder Woman, and then basically everything else just melds together. That's right. Logan's in there. <laughs> Melded together with whatever other garbage. Whatever else we saw for the moment. Actually, uh, no, actually I would say at number 5 would be Beauty and the Beast. I'll give Beauty and the Beast its credit. That was good. Yeah, the Beast. Yeah, well, it Balance. was it was actually really good compared to what I thought it was going to be. I actually saw an article... Um, the other or this morning that made me really mad it was like uh, it was like vulture.com the like uh, 15 best like comic book movies I I got like through this article and I was just like no first of all Iron Man 3 was one of them which I was like that is the worst film I've ever seen (laughs) Um, Marvel wise they had Logan as uh, one of the best no and then uh, X-Men Days of Future Past? I was like, of all the X-Men movies, Days of Future Past. It been worse. Days of Future Past has points of it that make no sense yeah, at all. See, it could have been worse. They could have claimed that Apocalypse was good. No. But, and, and then what? I spent money on that movie. Oh, and Superman Returns was on oh. there. Now, I will say, I like, I like Superman, Superman Returns. Returns. I However, I know most people hate, hate Superman for Returns. Some so I'm just like, no. Like, what? It, yeah, it made me so mad. I was just like, you guys are so stupid. Was Winter Soldier on there? Yes, Winter Soldier was on there. Because that um, should be number one, if not yeah. number two. Uh, actually, they had... I will give them credit. They had Homecoming as one of them, though. Which I was like, oh. And, and they said, they're like, it may be a new movie, but they're like, this is definitely a movie that will... That uh, deserves to be one of the best. Um, oh, you, uh, I'm sorry. They, they had Dark Knight and Batman Begins, too. Uh, I like the... Uh, I'm going to go back with the Spider-Man... The part with his voice change. Oh yeah. What's wrong with your voice? And the interrogation mode. <laughs> I know how a girl. You need to get better. I'm not a girl. <laughs> so, um, an interesting oh, thing. So, uh, Man. so a lot of people thought that uh, Donald Glover was going to be playing Miles Morales, but he's not. 
What I didn't know, and I read this in an article, is the character he's playing is actually the uncle of Miles Morales. Oh, okay. so, so they said that actually putting that character in there establishes that Miles Morales is in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because um, he's a kid now, is what it is. Well, yeah. Obviously, because um, obviously he's Yeah, because he's 15 in this movie. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, the, just everything was great. Uh, that's all. I, I can't gush more about the movie. Um, so this is where we're going to get into our little soapbox. So they announced a huge thing about pirates. They announced that Disneyland Paris's Pirates was going to shut down and reopen later this year. Um, finally with Jack Sparrow in there. Which I'm like, okay, I understand. It was the last one that doesn't have Jack Sparrow, so whatever. Now with it, they announced that is going to be there. Now I've complained on end about this because Barbosa in the shot that they showed... Instead of him being on the Wicked Wench as the captain, they have Barbosa for no reason at all in the shipwreck scene with the skeleton pirate. And I'm like, why? Why is he just like here? Just like, you know, the shipwreck pirate is sitting there at the wheel still turning and then just, I'm Barbosa right here. Uh, and then... I was planning this. <laughs> this is where it gets worse though. They announced that the auction scene would be changing because they... Uh, decided whatever reason i mean we know what the real reasons are but like they they thought it would be a sprucing up so the redhead is now a pirate herself and now it's an auction for valuables so it's like the uh fat lady now has like chickens and the women are gonna have like uh jewels and stuff that they're trying to sell and the redhead is a uh pirate and i'm just like no like this is garbage. But that's the thing is they announced... With this announcement, they announced that Disney World and Disneyland, when they close, they're going to reopen next year with this version. Uh, with this new auction scene. And I, this... The internet erupted at this point. Because, like, everybody is universally are hating it. And I'm, of course, in the bunch. Because, uh, as I've said many times on this podcast... Pirates of the Caribbean is my favorite attraction. And a classic. It's a classic attraction. This is one of the most iconic, if not the most iconic scenes from this ride. ride. And they just announced that they're going to shut it down and completely retool that scene. That's because we can't we, we can't accept life anymore. Yeah, I mean I That's understand. What it feels like. I understand the whole thing of the rape culture and um, I don't know. No one wants to hear me say that. But uh, I understand that it's a whole thing that, um, you know, it's actually a bad thing. But that's the thing is that the scene was in there because pirates were not great people. Not good guys. And that's the thing. And this goes back to actually our discussion on um, Disney's America. Because this is whitewashing history right here. Because this is making it seem like pirates were not that bad. And, and I, know, people. I know part of it is because of the pirates brand. Know, with the movies but it's like ultimately you're making it you're changing history with this where you're making it seem like yeah it's not that bad who cares so stupid yes it's it's upsetting uh however and that's where i'm like really torn i know like my dad has already said he he's not planning on ever going back on pirates in this <laughs> version which i'm like that's insane to say but i know i'm just gonna be upset for the rest of time. Yeah. Like, and 
my thing is that they have to completely retool this section. Yeah. Because all of the audio in that whole scene is directed towards, towards it. That and, and some of it is towards shaming the fat lady. Some of it is towards the redhead. That means you have to completely you're, redo all of it. That means all that audio is changing. You're your most profitable line because I've seen so much merchandise for the, you know, we want the redhead stuff. Yes. It's like, so So now, I know it sounds stupid, but it's like, growing up, I used to repeat that line probably more than anything. When you walk around the park, you know? It just seems ridiculous. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, ultimately, we have no, we have no, uh, nothing we can do about it. Like, uh, I mean, Bob Iger listens, but he obviously doesn't care. care. <laughs> but <laughs> He chooses with But, um... Yeah, it's just upsetting. But ultimately, we can't do anything about it. So the best we can do is wait to see it, and hopefully it works out. I mean, uh, and that's also why I put it at the end, because this is all parks. Um, but also because this goes back to the same thing as the Tower of Terror. Now, there was so much hate on closing it down and reopening it as Guardians, but it turns out that it worked out, because people are loving it. Hunter loved it. Um... So it's like, you know, I feel like ultimately, over time, upsettingly, we're going to forget that it was ever different. Um, We won't. Because because I love this ride so much, my biggest hope is just that it's not bad. Like, if you do it and it's right, it'll always work. Now, if you do it and it's bad, that's... That's when it gets you bad. Will and not hear the end of it from us. And of course, a great example of uh, you know taking something down and making it worse is Alien Encounter to Stitch, where you take something that was um, realistically probably a new iconic attraction and a great attraction at that, and you changed it over to one of the worst attractions ever. That is not going bye bye. Yeah, and one that's never <coughs> going uh, away. But. You know, ultimately, I just hope that it works out. So, what can we do, right? So we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Three Guys in the Mouse. Uh, I know it was a long one to get through. Uh, we hope you guys are enjoying what we've got going on. Um, so, of course, D23 is coming up. I know I mentioned it multiple times, but the, uh, just know that the next episode is going to be us discussing D23 and the results of it. And may, maybe we'll score ourselves, see what, what we got on it. <laughs> but um, it's good news also. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's a it's a huge parks panel, so that's what everyone's prepared for. But uh, you know, we want to thank you guys again for listening. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, follow us on Spreaker. You can direct download from my website at geocomedy.com/3gatm. Uh, you can follow me on any social media at geocomedy or uh, at, on the Twitter as geodisney. Um, you can follow Hunter online. Yeah, you can confusingly. Follow me. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at. Hunter3GATM or on Instagram at TheDisneyGuy24. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, J182. 
Uh, so we just want to thank you guys again. Thank you for uh, supporting us and still listening. And uh, Nathan, uh, thank you for uh, actually Nathan specifically uh, tagged me in that Tron light cycle thing. So thank you uh, for that. Um, thank you, Dave. Thanks, Nathan. And uh, hopefully the Broncos won't have much of a year. Um, and thank you again, Bob Iger, <laughs> for listening. Uh, so I guess we'll see you guys later. See you later. Goodbye. Ka-chow. To find you with pride.